Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You think I can fight again on your platform, Joe? Because my boys want me to stop, but I don't think I can stop at this point. No one said we want you to stop. We just want you to stop losing. Yeah, (laughs) or just take the L and then go win. I was going to ask, are you feeling okay? I do feel, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been here for like an hour. You haven't sneezed yet. So I've been. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's British. He's yeah. He's like, no, no, I won, man. I really did. Yeah, man, I won. Did you see my uppercut, man? Guys, please. Did you see this one uppercut, dude? Wasn't that dope? Oh, my God. Hey, hey, you should open the show like this. That's fucking amazing. Oh, oh, we're already rolling. Yeah. Oh, so you got all that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I won. <laughs> when you guys don't, when you guys don't let me win, and now, yeah, I lost, guys. <laughs> like nine thousand down thumbs because of this motherfucker, dude. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing. We're gonna hit two million subscribers soon. That's dope. We want you to be a part of it. So hit that subscribe button if you're just watching this and not subscribed. What if the appeal comes back? And uh, it's a draw, or even in the unlikely scenario that I won, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll say this frankly, I'm gonna shit down both your throats. Bro, okay, all right, <laughs> oh, dude, I'll take this. it. At bro. what point can we fucking stop talking? About That's what I'm saying. I, just, I think I today we probably on, could dude. stop talking about it, right? With probably not. Oh, we opened with around. it, and now literally someone right now is in fucking like Hampton, Hampshire, in fucking UK, <laughs> down thumbing the shit out of this video because he's like, I didn't lose, man. I just got a bad fucking run of it from the judges, yeah, what, bro. What's it gonna take for you to like take the L, bro? And what does that even look like, bro? It's easy. What I if just, there's a bad. I just need. I just need the official appeal to come back and the commission to go. No, we stand behind our refs shitty decision to dock you two points you can't keep doing the little i can do whatever the fuck i want mike what you know why because if i'm gonna fall i'm gonna go down fighting (laughs) or complaining (laughs) or holding on to someone's legs god damn it (laughs) wait listen to me bro what are you gonna say practice right now on air for what you're gonna say when they come back and they're like hey man like we ain't changing it dude right yeah You, Uh, you, you lost I won't do it. I'm optimistic, bro. <laughs> bro, it doesn't matter. You can still hey, practice. California State Athletic Commission, I got faith in you. And I believe in your organization. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds right. Hey, uh, there's some, there's some, You know you have an L at the beginning and the end of your name. God, <laughs> I'm, 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 Ogan, yeah. I'm Ogan Powell now. Ogan Powell. Ogan Owl. <laughs> Bro, I'm Ogan. I'm Ogan. How Ogan is that possible, dude? Like, don't they? Shouldn't that disqualify you yeah. from combat sports, dude? You know what's odd, bro? I... Like I'm gonna, I'm. I'll just say it. Most of my life before uh, I found social media was like, I'm pretty successful, dude. Yes. Like a lot of wins, and then all of a sudden I started with this bullshit, <laughs> and I suck. Just, just L's on L's. So at what point do I just uh, move to my ranch and shoot guns for the rest of my life? I was talking to somebody about this last night, and they're like, they're like, you know other people when they run into like small things like they just move like i told him like do you know what it's like to be to be fired upon all that like he has a target on his back that i don't know if it ever really goes away people just people just love to hate the jock from high school they're like yo that's the fucking quarterback get him i don't know i no 
I don't know, man. I think I think people are just looking for a respectable L to take. Like if Tom Brady loses the Super Bowl, he, he just lost. They just play you know? better he's than like, us. You know, he's like, the other team play better yeah, and they go home. Yeah, yeah. They go home and pack it up. I just like... <sighs> I just don't feel like I lost. I, I, I've said it. That's the We are all giving nah, you these all day. Little sets. All you got to do is spike home and your nah, dignity nah, just comes back no, to you. No, fuck my dignity. It's been gone since Tokyo. All right? I don't need that shit anymore. I'm over it. All right. All right. I'm over it. There's some good news. What do we got? Actually, this is great. My Instagram crush. DM me. Whoa. Wow. Damn. Who is it? Here's why this is a big deal. I don't want to say her name, but here's why it's a big deal. And kids, pay attention because you should never give up. Just like this California go. State Athletic Commission thing. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. Never give up. All right. There's so some I'm, girls out there that just like dudes that don't take else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm weak with my DM game, if I'm being honest. I've, I've said it on this show before. I put absolutely zero effort into it. You're not weak. You're really? lazy. You're lazy. When it comes to lazy, DMs. yeah, you send yeah. the fuck. Yeah, like, like, all right. So here's what here's what I did. Um, so uh, number one, I I usually open with this. Okay, just a dancing, the dancing lady to let, to let the, the the girl know that I'm fun and I like to dance. Do you make it like appropriate to their hair color or just toss? Uh, no, no, it's always the blonde. Okay, because my mom's blonde. And you only send one emoji because you're able to do that with just your left arm. Yeah. Cause you like, can't use. Well, usually both. I'm usually, I, bro. Like I'll DM like maybe one girl every two months, and I'm. Oh, oh yeah, just because you can't use. Oh, it's funny. Because the right hand. Right. I just wonder when it's going to stop being funny. <laughs> <laughs> when you take the L. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should have thrown my right hand. All right. So, okay. So just like any other normal girl with a brain, she didn't respond. Because why would you? Yeah. This is so This is so dumb. So th- that was in February. Wow. And then in March. Wow. <laughs> I said, come to LA with the with bread. The bread with the breadstick? Because, dude, like, girls, girls like bread. Food. Girls like bread. Is they, that- I've, I've run on this platform for 34 fucking years. Girls love food and bread is one of their main loves. They love dude. it. Yeah. It also looks like a penis though. So that could have backfired. Oh. Or reef or upfired. So this is where, this is where, I don't know about that. this oh, is where like, again, like I'm going to get pretty vulnerable now and say like, n- never give up kids. And I'm actually quite embarrassed because now I'm in too deep, right? So yep. you got to send the third. So you got to send the third. May 16th. Fucking fuck. I'm three DMs deep. Bleh. I can't believe you said. <laughs> you know what? I just realized why this happened. Look at the fucking timestamp. This dude was fucking wasted, bro. He sent it at 320 uh, a.m., bro. He's probably laying at home alone in bed. Bro, he's like, why not shoot again? Because I love her. Wow. I love her. Wow. <laughs> this is impressive. And that one worked? Nope. nope. Oh, okay. Yep, she saw the 320. Then Red we flag. had an episode of the Night Shift, Mike's show, where we talked about our Instagram crushes. Wow. And I mentioned her, and Mike's fans, I think, like, spammed her IG uh, or some shit. They just kept commenting on her photos. By the way, and this is what we think happened. My, my belief We're is that- We're speculating here. But my belief is that she probably watches and subscribes to the Night Shift, and she probably saw it for herself. Because, first of all, why the fuck wouldn't she? Of Absolutely plausible. Yeah. Point is, yesterday- she mentioned me in her story. Mm. I saw this DM. My heart grew a little bit. Wait, Swelled I Swelled up this. a little bit. Yeah. What'd she mention? She, uh, oh, this is actually interesting too. She remade the bottle DJ video that I made. And she said like something like Logan Paul, we copied you or something. Or like we did, didn't copy you or something. And then it got me thinking. I was like, yo, what if sketch comedy is the key to getting your Instagram crushes? 
Mm. Girls love sketch comedy, which brings us back to the TikTok conversation. Wow. Boys, I'm doing TikTok. I'm doing TikTok. Everyone no. in this I'm going back room. in. Nah, nah. I will find a weapon and I will fucking kill everyone. I'm doing TikTok, bro. Shut you. Shut your. Suck your mom. Why did you? Why did you say that? I'll tell you why. Because it's a growing platform, and I, again, I'll pat myself on the back. I've mastered the art of short form sketch comedy. Vine, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. shit, bro. Yeah. So why would I not do it so I can impress my Instagram crush? You're too old for that fucking platform. Put well, it you don't have the skill set. It anymore. shows. It shows. Girls love guys who are funny. And if you're constantly putting out stuff that you're funny, Absolutely. you're showing your personality. That's the only reason Mike gets girl oh, yeah? coaxes them in. You think it's funny when they do? I was so beautiful. Now look at me. And their fucking outfit changes by itself. You think that's fucking funny? You think this is funny, Spencer? Yeah, what he put together, the DJ bottle cap challenge, was hilarious. Okay. So there's yeah. a level. That was not there, on There's TikTok. a level to it. No. No, but the point is it could have been. And it would have went crazy viral. I'm just saying, dude, like, don't sleep on the short form comedy, which okay, happens so, to be TikTok. So right using now. TikTok as a distribution platform for your own content, not for like using the hashtags and dick riding the songs. No, and no, like no. Okay. No, I don't want to. I don't want to lip sync to songs. Okay. That makes sense. You know, you you're know, not doing. Sense. You're not going to team back up with Hancher. I mean, I don't, for some Chris Daughtry, which by the way, your brother's best friends with. Yeah, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Who knows? You guys, Black Friday's coming up. Oh shit, that's cool. I went to Black Friday one year back in Ohio. I got kicked in the stomach. Really? Yeah, I got kicked Damn. in the stomach by That's a mother. Brutal. I was like 12. Are people still doing that nowadays? Kicking stomachs? Like they're still running into stores and like killing oh, yeah. each other? Yeah, really? I think so. That's a yeah. thing still? Oh, it's big. What'd you say? REI does opt out. So they opt out of Black Friday. They close their stores. Really? Yeah, just go oh, do cool. something productive with that's life. Cool. Except also probably a horrible business. Yeah, wonder, wonder what type of revenue that drives for yeah. them, dude. Well, there's no need to get crazy this year, guys, uh, because I'm letting you know about a deal ahead of time. Black Friday slash Cyber Monday on something you're Ooh. actually going to use every single day. A pair of wireless earbuds or headphones from Raycon. You guys know about there Raycon. It's an awesome company founded by Ray J. He was sick of b premium audio being so expensive, so he and a bunch of audio engineers and mu music industry folks developed Raycon's line of awesome wireless headphones and earbuds. They sound just as good as other premium brands, but started about half the price. You don't have to worry about dangling stems or any wires to get in your way. It's true wireless audio with seamless Bluetooth pairing. Some days I have a problem reading. Bluetooth? Most days. I can't read. If this what? came with pictures, it'd be much easier. <laughs> Go to buyraycon.com slash Logan to check out Raycon's Black Friday and Cyber Monday savings. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash Logan to get an amazing Black Friday deal on Raycon's. It says to say it one more time, buyraycon.com slash Logan. Nice. Might as well fire it off. You, you nailed that. There we go. Thanks, guys. What's, uh, what's everybody's like, uh, you know, you say like, I'm off today. What's everybody's like off or on factor? Where are you at? Like out of 10? Uh, I'm pretty low. Low? Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm at two. I think the second podcast today, I'm, I'll we'll be fire honest. up. Yeah, but we'll we, fire I feel up. like because of who today's guest is, we have to fire it the fuck up a little bit, oh, bro. As soon as he gets here, we'll be good. Okay. Well, he's actually here right now. Guys, he's the executive vice president of DAZONE. The platform that hosted KSI versus Logan Paul 2. Here to talk fight aftermath, big business, and much more. It's Joe Markowski. Big Joe. How you doing, boys? Big Joe. There big he Joe. Is. Good to see you, man. How you guys doing? Damn, you are big, dude. He is no, big. I'm sure when I sit down, I've got very yeah, you legs. sank that chair down. <laughs> I get up on trains and people are like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> get down, look! Yeah. Now you're, you're, like, you're, like, you're taller than Mike, I'm which is... Which is uh, we, we went to dinner the other day. And, uh, you know, I just I couldn't help but notice what a strapping group of lads we were. 
Can you imagine just seeing that table with boys Whew. just sitting over there? Especially Joe. Look at this Brit. And, yeah. and, and we had Beautiful. some approachers come over. Remember the girls? And they tried to read your palm. Slightly older women. Slightly is a nice way of putting it. I, you, were, you remember I had, <laughs> Mom's I, night out? I had to snap. I had to snap on him. Do you remember that? Yeah, I like that. It was I, a good move. So like, bro, it's 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 funny you saw that because like I, I it takes it takes a decent amount of both alcohol and impatience for me to snap. <laughs> and she 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 hit me at the wrong time. What happened was she thought I was like filming her mm. and I was like filming Mike and she happened to be in the background and for like the third time. Don't like, it was an excuse to come over. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I yeah. don't want to be in your video. I'm like, lady, I don't watch you my video. You just happen to be in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I was impressed by both of your ability after not drinking for some time to handle your booze on that, we, over that we, dinner. We crushed we pounded it that it. night. Yeah, we drank yeah. a lot that night. Uh, I fell asleep in the cab. I, I was, I was, uh, bro, <laughs> I fell asleep in the cabin. The way Remember, back, you were going to come out with us after we were going. Yeah. What? Whose party we were going to? And it was like tight. I think, tight. It, was, I think it was Diplo's. Yeah, and it was a tight. It was list. A Diplo's personal the, birthday yeah, party. Yeah. Their, their livers are. They have like a, a record of all the alcohol consumed. So like they they don't forget, man. They can I, handle it. I, I I didn't handle it as well as you thought. I'm good at uh, faking it. Mm. You know. Oh yeah. And, we and, were then, and then when we when we yeah. took the the nap in the Uber on the way to the party, mm. I was literally like, oh, that's a bad move. You wake up with a hangover going into party. he's good at it. He calls it collect. So he mm. he's like, oh, I'm like, are you sleeping right now? He's like, no, nah, I'm yeah. just collecting, like collecting my thoughts. I need, I need a, like, I think Einstein did this. He would sit in a spoon and he'd hold, or so he'd sit in a chair. I was going to say, come on. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> was he an embryo? He'd sit in a chair and he'd hold a spoon and he'd fall asleep. And when the spoon, when he fell asleep, he'd lose motor control. The spoon would hit the floor, make a cling sound and wake him up. And it'd be about 15 minutes each time. He'd call it a little power nap. And so that's what I do in the car. What? I mean, that's insane. Do you carry a spoon with you everywhere you go? Everywhere I go. Yeah, nice. I prefer sporks. They make a little louder <laughs> clack. Uh, so, yo, Joe, how you doing, bro? I'm good. It's good to be here. Nice to be in LA. New York weather is not great at the moment. So mm. it's nice to be on the West Coast. You travel a ton. That's what I've mm. noticed through our relationship. Um, can you remind everyone exactly what DAZN is um, besides the fact that they hosted my fight against KSI. And yeah. I guess we were technically like partners in that, right? We're still partners, I hope. Yes. Um, I think the best way to describe DAZN is we're a global business. We're a sports broadcasting service, but we only broadcast on the internet. So we call it OTT. It's a bit like Netflix, a bit like a Amazon Prime. It's sports broadcasting only on. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are an app that's yeah, on the internet. Over the top. Over the top is what you call it. Yeah, it's a boring industry term. But we're know, in nine course. markets of the world. Um, we're a UK business. We're not in the UK, but we're broadcasting in the US, Canada, Brazil, Japan, Central Europe, Italy, Spain. So you, nine countries. You have you have plans to expand globally, I presume, yeah? Uh, we're looking at that at the moment. But yeah, look, we um we had yeah, a huge, huge um, launch in 2016. We've since launched in yeah eight more markets of the world, and we're we're looking at markets that make sense to launch in going forward. This is this is really exciting to me, and uh, why we wanted to have you on is because it, it it's cool to be sort of at the helm of of the forefront of this mm. and seeing what you guys can become literally mm. like the Netflix of sports based on digital media, which is where you know I started. It's it's very cool. And I want to, I want to ask about, um, 
our fight specifically, and then I want to go kind of macro. Mm. Eddie Hearn said this was one of the most, I think one of the most viewed fights, viewed live fights that the zone had put on yeah. over like Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz, though it was half the price. Is that true? Um, uh, I don't want to get into specific numbers. It was a tremendous success is what I would say. Mm. And I think what was really interesting is as well as your sort of like core YouTuber audience that mm. came in to watch, it really excited and engaged our like proper boxing fans, if you want to call cool. them that, the subscribers we already had. So that surprised me being honest, because if you read some of the, the coverage beforehand from like the hardcore fight sports journalists. They're like, this is a disgrace. This is it's a, real. It's not real. It's demeaning the sport. Yeah, like yeah. who are these guys? You know, they're not going to take it seriously. I think that the, the hype and the media coverage, I mean, we were saying beforehand, there's not many fights. There's not many sports events generally that get the attention of the New York Times, CNN, the Times of London, yeah. Financial Times. It's just everywhere. And the texts and media inquiries we were getting in the week of the fight were just, it was so widespread. It was so, it's a, you know, it was a mainstream event, yeah. right? Yeah. So that speaks to the promotion, which was was fantastic. It was a global event as well. Um, and we generated a whole lot of buzz and audience around it, which is exactly what we wanted to do. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a massive success. Um, these guys know, cause I was very vocal about it here, but you guys are by far the best partners I've ever worked with. Like for oh some, God, some dude. reason, the synergy was perfect. The production, yeah. every, like it was a marriage made in heaven, right? Cause I think our, our platform is, is perfect for your sort of digitally savvy audience. Yep. Yep. Eddie Hearn's the perfect promoter for this kind of event yep. because he gets social media properly and he commits to it. Um, and he's British. So he had the KSI side yep, yep. And, 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 and your side here. So yeah, it, it worked brilliantly. It really did. You think, uh, you think I can fight again on your platform, Joe? Because my boys want me to stop, but I don't think I can stop at this no point. No one said we want you to stop. Yeah. We just want you to stop losing. Yeah, <laughs> or just take the L and then go win. Yeah. I was going to ask, are you feeling okay? I do feel, yeah. I think. Oh yeah, uh, I've been here for you? like an hour. You haven't sneezed yet, so I've been... Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's British. Yeah, he hate, hate to see it. You didn't give us your rating. What are you at today? I'm, I'm, I'm at like a five, probably. Five. Yeah. How about you, Joe? I feel good. I need a number. Six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah. Uh, we got six, our, seven. We're an average of like a four and a half right now. You're coming tonight to our premiere. Yeah, for, for the. He's been on good form for that. Andy Ruiz, Anthony Joshua. It's, a, it's like a short film or something? Yeah, it's like a short film we're, we're launching tonight. It's a premiere in LA, uh, yeah, appropriately. Um, ahead of the fight on December the 7th. Big, big, big heavyweight fight. rematch. Big fight. It's a big Excited fight. For that Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys, did, did you have any idea the first one was going to be as crazy as it was? No. Honestly, for the first 24 hours, I was sat, I remember sat in the front row um, ringside with Eddie, who obviously is heavily invested in AJ's career. Yep, yep. It was meant to be like a coming out party for AJ in America. It was his first fight in New York. Big British superhero comes over with like 10, 12,000 Brits. Yep. The opponent changed last minute. No one gave Andy Ruiz a chance. And in the third round, AJ knocked him down. It was like, here we go. Spectacular knockout. This is going to be, this is going to be fantastic. What exactly what we expected. Yep it completely flipped. And so I remember waking up on a Sunday morning, just thinking this is a disaster. We're like an Anthony Joshua broadcast. It's, 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 it's huge for our business that he lost. But then you realize it's, it's, it's given us the biggest, the biggest heavyweight rematch in decades. And it's in like two weeks. So it's fantastic. And crazy. Yeah, it's it's going to be a huge night for us. Where's in, that rematch again? It's in Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's that's one in Saudi. That's in Saudi. Arabia, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's huge, and you know, it's 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 a real crossroads for AJ to to get his career back on track. So, yeah, tonight's the premiere of our, our one night uh, uh, documentary about that fight. You ever uh, you're tight with Eddie, but you ever converse with or are you invested in the business of AJ at all? 
Yeah, he's a partner of ours. Okay. Um, we've done three of his fights now on the platform. Two of his fights on the platform. Um, yeah, it's 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 he's a big partner of ours, and we we're, yeah we're, we're AJ supporters for sure. It's actually nice to be here without Eddie because the last time I was on Impulsive, Eddie took up like eighty five percent talking the way he does. So <laughs> it's nice to be here without. He's a, him. He's a real showman. Yeah, what, he, what, he is a showman. What's your prediction for this fight? Uh, I really I, I don't know. Are you not allowed to say? Oh, I, I'm allowed to say. I think AJ's been notably. Um, He's been under lock and key. He hasn't done much media. He's been training. He's extremely focused on this. Ruiz, you know, unexpected champion. It's it's like no, no one knows what's going to happen. I wanted to ask a question because like, so as of now, I took the L. <laughs> wait, wait. What? What? Is this happening? What? You t- are you taking it like- No, no, no. I'm saying as of now and I winked. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like, you know, like if the commission comes through. I feel like we're getting, we're making progress. <laughs> we're getting there. I took, I took the L, but um, I'm in, I'm in good spirits and it doesn't, again, it just doesn't feel like a true loss. When Anthony Joshua, like mm. you said, brings over 12,000 mm. Brits, mm. undefeated heavyweight champion of the world, mm. loses to some, what was a stranger named Andy Ruiz. Mm. How does how does one bounce back from that? Yeah, he got a lot of um, attention for how he handled it immediately afterwards. In the ring afterwards, he was he acted like a gentleman, in my opinion. He was extremely complimentary to Ruiz's performance. Um, he didn't seem to be visibly that upset. Um, but he, knowing him and knowing his his how much he cares about this, obviously it, it cut him deeply. So that's why he's been training so hard for this for the rematch. I mean, he didn't he didn't contest a two point a two point deduction in the way that you did in <laughs> no, that but, way no, but, he, he no, took he, the L he, but he got beat <laughs> he got beat by Andy Ruiz not by the ref he got knocked out yeah. he got TKO'd so it seems pretty I, I think there's also in stone. I think there's also a, a piece of the puzzle that a lot of people don't know we in, in contesting the decision Logan has actually negotiated a, a contract for a movie <laughs> that we uh, we have I believe are looking at the do you have the artwork for I, it? I do so we're, we're gonna make um we're going to make a movie out of this. It's called Never Take the L <laughs> starring Ogan. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to acting in this movie. Yes. Shout out Matt. Was Matt, Matt for yeah. the quick artwork. Matt, Matt, say, Matt, did that. Matt, Matt was a, a big star as were you of our, of our night behind the scenes. So Matt was obviously behind stage with his camera. Yeah. He took a photo of me and our accountant, a guy called Tom Davis. And the, the photo makes Tom Davis look incredibly sexy. He loves and Tom's it. wife was particularly appreciative of the photo. So Matt <laughs> was a go. real like, in-office superstar for design. He is wow. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He is, inc- he is an incredible photographer. Yeah. Like he, him in the photography world is yeah. like me in the broadcast world. If you can make, an, top, top, you can make an accountant look like a movie star, you've got serious talent. So <laughs> shout out to you Matt. You got an accountant laid. It was really good. The mother of his children. Yeah. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VTW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What happens if Anthony Joshua loses this fight? <laughs> uh, I mean, his career will be at a crossroads at that point. I he think. fights KSI. <laughs> <laughs> no, he fights It takes, an, easy, it takes an easier Powell. fight against Ogun <laughs> Powell. Yeah. Uh, 
I think, I think, I don't know. The answer, the serious answer is that that's that the, the consequences of that are probably pretty significant for his career. So yeah. that's why he's, he's hugely focused on, on not doing that, not losing. Are you at all invested in the psyche of the athletes or are you more on the business side? Like does, does, does boxing and do sports excite you? Is that why you got into 100%. this? Yeah. I actually, I wasn't hugely into boxing personally before this like latest project. And I like that. I don't like working in sports. I'm particularly passionate about So mm. I'm British, right? Loving um, the sort of <laughs> education in British slang that I'm getting from Mike in the last couple of days. By yeah. the way, really yeah. quickly, I know that it's a fucking nonce and an arse. Like, like I'm not, guys, the highest I thought it was, I thought it was nonce, dude. Like, yeah. no, I never nonce. thought it was that. Tyson I know how to first. pronounce the fucking yeah. words. I was doing it as a slight back to the fucking little UK fucks that are slanging them. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's to nice to be here. Shit. Thanks for having me. Your IQ is <laughs> your, your tied for first, by the way. I just got to make that correction. You're not You're not first. You're tied for first. Yeah. But the, the, the song, oh, that is true. Yeah. You, yeah with, so calm down. With, uh, you. with Andre. With Andre. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I told you, Andre doesn't come. Me and Andre I scored 127s on the IQ test, which I think is, <laughs> is that tied with Rogan? It was? Yeah. Tied with Rogan. I think Andre cheated. To be honest with you, <laughs> you, know, you, really, you can't take the L either. Well, huh? my, I, Wait, what's your name, my, Mike? My, Mike Malak? <laughs> Mike, Mike Majak? Mine would be not taking the draw though, because like I'm just not accepting it. Wait, okay. But hold on, it's 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 pronounced not, nonce, 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 nonce. Yeah, you don't say the it's fucking. Not, it's not a nice word. It's a horrible word. Yeah. It's like a pedo. The one that made me, yeah, it is. The one that made me laugh though was suck your mum. Suck your mum. Something that me and my friends grew up like exchanging what, what you know, when it? we're fourteen. What is it? What's it's the like, American it's like, equivalent? It's like oh, I know what your the American. No, the American equivalent is go fuck your mother. We say yeah. it on the East Coast all the time. Go yeah. fuck your mom, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Oh, what? What it is. you oh. say that shit, Jeff? Stop acting holier than Yo, they've, that. They've one. been. They've been <laughs> they were cheering that at me at the at the press conference. They go suck your mom. And I just suck I shook mom. a finger at them. I was like, guys, <laughs> like, bro, no, don't take this personally. Like British fans, but like KSI's British fans, I feel like they just need a good like uh, reprimanding. Like, hey, come on. Like that kid like you saw, you saw, rock, you saw Rock and Roller, obviously, yeah. classic yeah. British film. Great film. The uh, the the dad, the guy who ended up being not Lenny, but the boss boss, man. Mm, mm. He, uh, he whipped the shit out of fucking the, the, the rock and roller yeah. at one point with the belt. Are you saying like they need a good belting dude while no, they're not, listening, not, not while a they're belting, listening nah. to the cure? I wouldn't condone that sort of parenting. Just, just a finger nah, shake. Just, a, just like a, just like a guy's like, let's be honest. I'm not going to suck my mom. Yeah. Pam's a great lady. Uh, help pamsters. <laughs> It's fucked up because those are like my people, bro. Those like renegade street kids. They and they're really all are. coming after. They fucking hate you. They hate you, you the dude. most. The most out of anybody, dude. Because, because in the weeks leading up to the fight, I took, Lo took Logan's side on everything. Like I was like, yo, he's... He says first round decapitation, first round decapitation. That's called riding for your team. It's called being Rallying a yes your man. team. It's being a yes and, man. And I've caught a, I, he's right. I've caught a lot of slack for it. And by the way, I'll come out and say it like... I probably have done a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, because I didn't really want, like, to be candid, I didn't really want him to contest the decision. I okay. really didn't want him to. I wanted him to, I wanted him to, because I thought it was a great opportunity for him to graciously take the loss and to, and to own that fucking situation. And people know, people know watching it, that it was very close and it could have been judged either way. Well, yeah. Well, but I, but I hate it, but I did come out and I backed him and I was like, yeah, contest the decision. We're contesting it. And like for that, for someone who claims to be authentic to his audience. Yeah. I fucked up. I'll own it. I fucked up because of loyalty and friendship. I did. I did. I wouldn't call that a fuck up. What I would say is regarding, disregarding that there's no question that the, it was a positive surprise how genuinely competitive the fight oh was. My God. How how 
impressive it was, you know, from a boxing perspective and also just how seriously you, you guys took the training camp. I was sat, obviously we had like real fights on the, on the yep. undercar with Billy Joe Saunders and Devin Haney, who were both like world champions in their own right. Um, their teams were sat around where Eddie and I were sat and near the fake Ed Sheeran, which we should talk about in a second, oh right? <laughs> which is a hilarious story. But by the, by the end of the second round, they were going, oh, KSI won that round. You're like proper boxing people properly invested in the fight. Interesting. Which is something, and these are the same guys and the journalists who a week prior were going, this is a fucking joke. This isn't, this isn't real. This is, so I think you did both of yourselves proud in how you approached it and how you performed. Oh, yeah. So disregarding results or whatever happens next, it was, that shut a lot of people up. Well, so we, if, we both put in the work, yeah, for like, sure. like a, like a lot of work. Um, and we made that very vocal. And I, and I think when like, and I was going to ask you about this, the conversation expands to maybe DAZN doing like a celebrity fight mm. f- match or event, or maybe even like a league. Cause like we've talked about it, celebrities hashing out their beef via boxing. Mm. My gut tells me most of them won't be willing to put in actual, the work it requires like three months of training camp mm. plus um, to do that. I think some that. will. I think some will. I think it just depends on who you're talking nice. about. Like you, you've seen other influencers, maybe not the exact same level as you guys, but you've seen like the face senses and the, and the other people Joe that Weller are willing to, to Joe Weller, yeah, yeah. you know? And by the yeah. way, that's, a, that's one person that I, I didn't get a chance to talk to and I wish I did. I didn't even get a chance to shake hands with them. We were at that. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go I back just, to your thought. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, I was just saying like, you, you, you could be right, but like there's, there's a level that a celebrity or influencer reaches where they quickly realize like, wait a second, I don't have to work hard to get punched in the face. Mm, like, mm. yes, Joe Weller did it, but you know, what is, what does Joe Weller have to lose? Mm. KSI dropped his YouTube career. I dropped everything that I was doing and we, we did this thing. Like, what are the chances that I'll just throw a name out there. What are the chances that like, uh, Tyga wants to box Soldier Boy and Tyga stops I could, making I could music see, to become I could a see boxer. It. I could see like somebody like Wiz Khalifa, like somebody who's actually put in already well, that work and wants to Snoop have a dog, fight. Yeah. yeah, some shit. It it could happen. There's people out there. Well, I, I also I also think too like 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 I said I I think that you're I think you're looking at people at the highest level, but I think like Weller had shit going on. Like he didn't have. He, you said what did he have to lose? He didn't have nothing to lose. Like he mm. clearly had something. You know what I'm saying? And he was willing mm. to put it on hold. Like I just but, think, but, the, I, but the fight was the most exciting thing in his life. It, it, you know, and that's why I took it as well. Yeah, that's, that's the same for the, you. Last few yes, months, right? facts, facts. Yeah. The fight was the most exciting thing in my life. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, for yeah. someone who has like, like again, I'll just use Tiger. I don't know why he's coming <laughs> to mind, but like he can sell out uh, massive venues, yep. and that's exciting. So why mm. would he? remove that from his life yeah, and risk you take Probably, a loss like and not like, only a loss but like mm-hmm. severe health risks um yeah, like, that's the thing like it's a proper serious sport yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's the thing you've got to take playing it. Around. people say you can't play boxing you can play football you yeah. can play basketball you can't play boxing and i think that the credibility there's a risk factor there yeah. for us being candid that if you if you guys got to the ring and it had been like a joke we would be looking at it going yeah, not doing that again. Yeah. Because it, credibility for us as a boxing broadcaster, us as a sports broadcaster, you as fighters would have been lost. I think that there's no question the credibility was there based on how seriously you took it, the the camps you put together and ultimately the performance you put in on the night. Did y'all use the first fight as a case study? Yeah, 100%. And and and, and, and to be fair, this is, Eddie brought this to us a year ago and said, have you seen what's just happened on this YouTube pay-per-view? Yeah. We were planning out our schedule and we just jumped on it. it was, as you say, it's a marriage made in heaven. Yeah, it made Eddie, sense for us. Eddie was <laughs> historically blown away by that first fight. He, and he, he, he was, he, he was knew a, it. He, he knew was a naysayer it. before it happened. Right. He didn't want to get involved in right. the first one. 
But, yeah. you know, you guys had a case study, you proved the value and we proved the concept and we've, we've run with it and, and built on it for this, for this time. What was the sentiment from the reporters that you said were, mm. you know, kind of against the fight? Uh, Logan's been stating he's felt like there was a lot of people in the boxing community that thought the two-point deduction wasn't legitimate, thought, Here we go. you know, maybe it could have been a, a, a closer match. you were match. trying to shut this conversation down. Well, no, I'm, I, I think you might be able to with this. Has he real, just texted you there? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah. I think real talk because if you, you know, you're coming from an unbiased perspective, yeah. what are these reporters saying? Are they saying, you know, that was scored correctly? Yeah. I think they say it's, it, it, that they're going to follow the the contest. There's lots of controversy in boxing. They follow these things. I think they've treated, I mean, I've seen the, the proper boxing bloggers and YouTube like channels and journalists putting out like legit stories about the performance, not like two YouTubers have fight in Staples Center. Right, right. Yeah. So that they're taking it seriously. Being Canada, they move on to the next thing, right? Yeah. The next thing is AJ Ruiz I, in yeah. two weeks. I, I realized this also so quickly. And honestly, it's sort of depressing. <clears throat> Like, it makes me feel a weird anxiety, not to get like crazy deep, but you put in all this effort to do this one thing. And then, and I bet even, I wouldn't be surprised if JJ's feeling a little bit, bit of this too. It's just like confusion with the fact that everyone moves on it's like so a sugar quickly. Rush. It's like the so, end of a sugar yeah, rush. Yeah. Everyone on to the next thing. I was going to ask you about that. Like, you put in three months of your life, your lifestyle fundamentally changed. Yeah. You kick these guys out of the house for a week. Like yeah. Loads of things happen. You properly dedicate. Yeah. What does that feel like? Like to walking out, winning, losing, whatever, participating. How did that emotionally feel? Um, participation is like, and I feel this a lot. It's, uh, it's like a blessed confusion. Mm. Like I'm so grateful, but I also don't understand how my life has become this. I just know that if I work as hard as I possibly can, I can't really lose. And which is maybe why mm. I just, again, I just don't feel like I lost. I put, I put my, my all into it. It's like there wasn't a day where I missed a rep or like was complaining about sparring or, or mm. didn't do what I was supposed to do in drills. Mm. Um, but it is definitely, it a hundred percent gives me a weird form of, uh, and I've said this before, uncomfortable freedom now that I have my life back, but I just have to, decide what I'm going to do next. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a weird situation. I told them there's a lot of people like the, the Patriots or, or people that train their entire lives to get to the big game, to get mm. to the Super Bowl. you know, mm. their whole lives for that one day. Mm. And something doesn't go the right way. A ref throws a flag that pushes you downfield 15 yards or something, but the, and you take the loss and you walk out of it, but they always have the ability to say, we'll get them next time. Mm. We'll get them next time. You mm. know what I'm saying? And so like, it, it's, it's something that's currently, absent for him in this strange transition that may or may not produce another fight because there's not an immediate opportunity yeah, to rectify he can't, it. he can't rectify immediately but that's you not even, but that's not even like what like, it is no I get like it. We're, we fought twice now it i'm not like i would love a third fight but i'm also not like i need i need to fucking <laughs> beat this kid you know what i'm saying mm. but it, on your point that feeling although you just kind of paired it with the loss also is very um, synonymous with wins as well. Like, remember when we had Steve Weatherford on? Of course. The, the punter. Of course. And he, he said he won the Super Bowl. Yep. Locker room celebration. He's in his hotel that night. He's like, wait, this is it? Mm. I just, I worked my whole life to do this thing. Mm. I, I did it. And now what? Tyson Fury said the same, same thing. He, he won the, won the, like the, the championship. Yeah, uh, the lineal championship. Yep. Yeah. And he, after he's like, okay, I, I did it. But doesn't it, like, isn't greatness defined by like how you step on beyond that? Like some people will be satisfied, like the that their life ambition is done. They've achieved what they set out to achieve as they were a kid, and then like call it a day, retire, stop doing whatever they were doing. Mm. But like the greats go on and 
set the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, and forget about that. I think it's just that period, like right after, and I and I I struggled to make the comparison, but and I and I mean no disrespect by it, but it's it's almost like coming home from war. You're you're home now. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want I didn't want to say that. Of course, but I was obviously I'm not making it as a fucking exact comparison. But like you come, you're Mm -hmm. used to the same training regimen every fucking day. You go over there, you you fucking go to war, and you come home, and now all of a sudden. You've got not. You've got mm. nothing. Like you've mm. got. You've got. You know. And and by the way, it brings up the issue that exists in this country with veterans that mm. have not been given proper reintroduction in society. It's mm. something we don't talk about a lot in the show, but it's a, a massive problem here where they come back and they're not given their their use of structure and yeah. support for years and years and years and years, and then they come home mm. and they're like, "Yo, thanks for your service," mm. and then they're just launched back into yeah, society. You have to you no, have to figure out how to reintegrate and use what you gain from that journey. Uh, you know, into the next chapter. Mm. Like you, it's the freedom is there to decide and that causes the anxiety. But once you find what it is and you decide, don't go back to the the lifestyle or the habits that you weren't happy with, a that you sport, trained out of. A lot yeah. of sportsmen talk about this, like leaving the locker room environment after 20 years, professional career and 15 years as a kid, college, whatever. You like, I mean, you're mid thirties and you're suddenly, you know, most, most of the time, not that wealthy in your mid thirties, late thirties, and you're sat there going, well, what now? I've mm-hmm. left school at 16. I left, didn't have a real degree, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're suddenly in real life and the support structure to your point is just gone. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Sports for that reason, scare me for the athletes, mm-hmm. especially like, like NFL and the NBA. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we're like tight with some of these guys. Yep. And uh, a lot of them actually are getting financial advisors early on. Yeah. And I know a lot of their strategies are like- uh, It's like ballers. Like the, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like they only spend their sponsorship money. Yeah. They save and, all this. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. 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 Um, and they are getting smarter with it. But yeah, I can because you, you can't be athletic forever, yeah. which is why I actually like, I'm grateful for well, this and like my clearly, ability clearly to- Clearly this house, you're only spending your sponsorship money as well. Can I just say this house is like, if you'd given me and my friends at university $20 million, this is exactly what we would have built yeah. as well. It's, it's awesome. Great. It's great. Yeah, it's great. And yeah. this and this, and this this house is a result of that proper management and mm. proper structure at the time when he needed it. Like yeah. when, when these influencers and athletes get hot nowadays, yeah. they need someone there telling them, yo, like, you should be building IP. Yeah. You should be, yeah. you know, creating a, a structure for product, you know, distribution and people are getting smarter. There's still a ton of opportunity in this fucking city, to be honest with you. And mm-hmm. a lot of, there's also a lot of dumb people that continue to manage. And so, but, uh, Shout yeah, people, Jeff. Are, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jeff was there. Jeff was there. Contrary. Jeff was, Jeff was there on the front end of it and he was one yeah. of the good ones. But, uh, there's a lot of people out there who have no idea how to fucking capitalize on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how did this fight affect his own strategy moving forward? <laughs> I think it definitely gave us a lot of learnings. I mean, we learned a hell of a lot on this new world. Like we didn't know much about your world and the influencer world beforehand. Um, I'm watching a lot more night shifts than I was six weeks ago. That's yeah. for sure. There we go. But the- uh, can we can we just <laughs> slow down the conversation for a second? I hate to I hate to bookmark it, but you don't watch a lot of YouTube, right? I'm like your perfect fan base. The way you described it didn't the other night is perfect. Was it? It's a, like a, you're like I'm the guy that makes YouTube for people who don't fuck with oh, YouTube. Yeah, That's exactly, me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when Logan told me this, I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah. And like I'm still getting kind of used to it now. But uh, yeah, you're, Dude, doing, you're doing good, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, you're doing good. I mean, you're a part of it, bro. I'm mm. just a I'm just a predecessor. Mm. Also, know? star of our countdown show. Mike. Oh yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> that was fun. Was Yo, it, what was, what was the feedback? The that, yeah. did, that did 25 million viewers globally. That you show. know, my Instagram popped by like 20,000, yeah. 20 fucking thousand in one night really? because of that show. Uh, my favorite part 
was the reroute on why KSI's fans yeah, were higher. Yeah. Were so the context for this, we had like a counter on, there was like a like a YouTube count viewership on the the the, the same show going on Logan's channel and, this, and the show going on KSI's channel. And yeah. at one point, KSI's numbers were bigger, right? Yeah. And so our broadcast team were like, oh, Mike, you're the locker room reporter for Logan Paul. Can you tell us why you think, you know, Logan's getting beaten on the numbers by KSI? And Mike was like, what did you say? You were like, I said, uh, this is actually a marketing tactic employed by <laughs> Logan to get his fans to watch yeah. on JJ's channel. Yeah. And it was like this whole fucking- yeah, like, And he's like, at the end, before we cut away, he's going, oh yeah, yeah, dude. I, I was like, I nailed it, bro. And then they asked me after, they were like, do you have a, uh, a another similar style excuse in mind in case Logan loses? And in my mind at the time, I was like, yeah, okay, bro. And now in reality, I wish I had something like you sneezed it's important to some shit <laughs> lined up, bro. Yeah, the importance of preparation yeah, before you go I live not, on it. Yeah, I didn't exactly. prep, bro. Yeah. But that was weird. It was weird. Like, like that's like the second or third like broadcast style thing. The other was the Challenger games that I've mm. done. And like, I, I'm not from this world, bro. Like, I, it's, so it's all very new to me. And they're like giving me makeup um, mm. pop-ins with the makeup lady. And they're like, we're now over to Mike. And I'm just like yeah. standing there fucking like a idiot dude <laughs> i think yeah. that's amazing fun, i mean in in our previous conversation though from bouncing back i know we talk about it all the time like you as a human being like what you're doing right now is is just insane to watch like to see what you've been through in your life you're finding a career on youtube like i think that's the day and age we live in like you mm -hmm. can with social media you're we're all given a platform you can do something with it i mean that's been really i mean that. that's been my message <laughs> since day one and i i i think all of us you know all four of us probably in some way shape or form can convey that continue to convey that message that mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you are right now as you're watching this it doesn't matter what struggles you're going through in your life because you know at at, at some time or another all of us have seen tremendous downs you know mm -hmm. and i don't want to i'm not the only fucking person who's been there. Mine mm -hmm. may have been a little bit fucking lower, mm -hmm. but like anybody can truly bounce back and create something for themselves because of how, how, um, how not easy it is, but how like, uh, readily available, available it is yeah. to brand yourselves nowadays yeah. and create IP for yourselves. Like anybody watching this show can, can do it. Mm -hmm. And it, and that's got to feel really good for the first time ever in history. Yeah. Truth. I wanted to ask about the, uh, the British fans mm. because they are so dedicated, so so loyal. Um, oh my god! It, 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 it blows my mind. Is it like a culture thing? Yeah, I think passion is a word that springs from any UK sports fan, right? So if you go to a UK soccer game, like violent passion, at sometimes it yes, used to be really bad. Like the eighties, there was a big hooliganism culture, like organised fighting before wow. soccer hooliganism. games. Right? Hooliganism. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Wow! And like you know, we'd go. It'd be embarrassing. You have England would play Italy, or England would play Spain in Madrid, and there'd be like the Riots. square in Madrid before the game would be like water cannons the police like firing at 2000 like, throwing yeah. plastic chairs what is yeah. a water cannon it's oh like a God. big like a tank like, it comes out on a tank you know, like, and they police, spray it like you know yeah. they fire like rubber bullets to control crowd and they fire like shut up they do this to people they're yeah. doing it right yeah. now in hong kong yeah, every day yeah, <sighs> another thing we never, another thing we haven't talked about on here like, maybe we can like, at some point in the positive side of that is the passion they have for for the sport right the same is true of all sports like japan just now the rugby world cup England got to the final. There were the, the majority of the people in the stadium in Tokyo were were British English rugby fans. Cricket, which is a British sport, you yep. know, the majority of a game in in South Africa or Australia will be travelling British supporters. Like the passion for sport in the country is is huge, and it helps us punch above our weight internationally on sport. Like England semi final World Cup soccer last year, World Cup rugby final three weeks ago, and they won the cricket World Cup this summer. How, how much of it is passion versus quantity of pubs? <laughs> like, I, I think passion mixed with a few pubs yeah, obviously helps. It's a dangerous combo. Occasionally huh? gets out of hand. But yeah. yeah, like sport in the UK is 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 huge. And I think 
for me though, like, like that was my concern going into this event was like, mm, this isn't this isn't like real sport with all due respect. It's like a new thing for us. Yeah. It's an experiment. I got on stage at the London press conference narrowly avoided getting hit by like a Bible that was thrown at me and like yeah. pots of Vaseline <laughs> being thrown at Eddie Hearn. Yeah, yeah. And me and Eddie looking at me like, Jesus Christ, like what have we unlocked here? This is nuts. Jesus. But then like the passion those guys have, obviously anti you and your brother mm-hmm. in that environment, but you think, right, there's a huge audience for this. And yeah. sometimes the behavior gets a bit out of hand, but- See, that's a perfect contrast. When we're in when we're in London, we're getting thrown like paint cans and like yeah. axes. You come to LA, it's Bibles and Vaseline. Oh, yeah. Wait, that, was that, in, that was in London. No, that, that was in London. London. Oh, this yeah. was in London. All the, okay. all the no. projectors. Wow, I got everything. Bro, I kept a 20 pence coin. I'm going to frame it next to like- some, Oh, I got like, hit with a nickel yeah, or two, yeah. too. I got hit all, with it. All, the, all the projectiles are in London. Here, it's yeah. just a bunch of weed smoke. Dude. You walk out <laughs> yeah. on stage, you can't fucking- It was downtown LA. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, weed smoke and urine. <laughs> a nice mixture of the fucking two. Yeah, you might see, see some yeah. dicks. Is, is UK- Somebody, a bunch of people have tweeted at me since the fight- that not only sports, but also that UK YouTube is stronger than American YouTube. You tell me. I mean, I, that's your world. What that's are your not thoughts, mine. Logan? I would say yes. Um, I think there's like a, like a really strong sense of nationalism that transcends to patriotism. digital. Yeah. Patriotism. patriotism. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, nah, but I mean, you could, they're interchange, yeah, semi-interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I also think uh, KSI and the Simon do a good job of like really fostering that. Um, but it, it boggles my mind, and you 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 explained the dart phenomenon to us, mm. and I want you to like that's Eddie and his dad. So so what, what happens? They fill up stadiums so, to watch people so, throw darts. So, so the, the promoter oh match we put I on this event. This. So Eddie's what? company also do other sports. Okay, darts is like a pub game, right? Originally, where you you throw arrows at a board on you know darts, right? Yeah. But they took that and they made it into a professional sport. <laughs> I think Barry, Eddie's dad, um, who founded the company, did it maybe 15, 20 years ago. It's now a professional sport and the world championships every year in December go for three weeks um, up to Christmas and they end in the new year. It's the, in the month what? of December, I think on Sky Sports, it's the second most viewed content after the Just Premier League soccer. What? Throwing like darts. It's darts. It's darts. And it's like, and the guys obviously like, they're, they're a different kind of athlete, right? They're quite big guys. Right, of they're course. Big in Holland, big in Australia, big in the UK and Ireland. Can you like drink beer while you're playing? I think they've changed that. They used to drink, yeah, they used to drink on stage. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's now a serious sport. And the, the, the crowds, they're talking about passion. You go and it's like fancy dress theme. So you go and you sit down. It's like maybe 5,000 guys, mainly men, drinking a hell of a lot over four-hour sessions. There's some stat about the average consumption of beer at a soccer game, which goes on for, let's say, two hours. It's yeah. like three pints. But yeah, in darts, I, in a four-hour session, it's like 11 pints. Well, in all, <laughs> in all seriousness- That is insane. I don't understand. <laughs> just to watch people throw darts? In all seriousness, no. The, the, but it's narrative. It's, it's, a, very common, stories. it's yeah. a very common theme in- in yeah. the UK to have Who's quite a bit of beer during lunch, correct? Like, uh, or throughout yeah. the day? Is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. as soon as the beers start going back, I, that's I, when I, you- I don't want to betray mean, my countrymen as like alcoholic. No, like, of course People not. like drinking the US of course, yeah. as much as they do in the UK. I think sport, there's a there's a culture of drinking whilst watching sport okay, in the UK. I mean, yeah. we have that too. Very 100%. much so. Absolutely. Tailgating. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just in a different form. It comes yeah. in like a 30 rack. So th- this, this venue where they have the World Championships is in a very hard to get to part of North London, a place called Alexandra Palace. And like people come in in minibuses from all over the country to watch it with their friends. It's like a Christmas day out. It's amazing. I, when, when is it again? In Dece- like the month of December. It starts it's in like- It's soon? It's three weeks. Should yeah. we- 
Should we go? Eddie would love to host you. I mean, love to have you there. Yo, here's my here's my crazy darts. Because then you'll just get darts thrown at you. Then they actually have weapons. Here's here's my question. I'm not going to attack you with darts. Professional athletes. No, 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 no. The fans. No, they don't carry darts. They don't carry darts. They just have fucking. Unless you do, you go to a baseball game with your own baseball. I don't go to a baseball game with Vaseline and a Bible either. So you just go, go, don't count them out. I I have been in so many words called the great peacekeeper, okay? Mm. And the relationship, the bur- the bridge that has been burned builder, okay? Have you? Hold on. <laughs> by who? Uh, Tug it off there, Mike. Uh, here we go. Get by the way, by there. the way, I've never been called anything. I missed so I'm just, that one. I'm yeah. just saying that. But, but, I, songbird. I, but I do quite quite a bit try to fix relationships that have been fucked through, through dumb, dumb shit. Mm-hmm. What stops us from a, a KSI, Logan Paul, Sidemen, Team Maverick collaboration mm. for the darts tournament. We show up as as friends. <laughs> we watch the darts. We kick back a few beers. Me and Bazinga yeah. talk talk shit about women, bro. <laughs> like and hang out, shoot the shit. Like that would be hang out with Road to Shaw, dude. Like what? Like, what fucking? Like, what stops that from happening? See, they dude? wear like these um like silk shirts. They're almost like Hawaiian style shirts yeah. with their own branding. Yeah, you could amazing. have like Team Maverick shirts, maybe. Sidemen collab. Yeah. But like, question, like, do you see a world where uh, where there's a uh, a value to us all being friends, wearing kilts, hanging out, drinking? Sure. I'm all ears to that sort of stuff. Why would you wear kilts? It's not in Scotland. Because the Cal Freezy guy rocks the kilt. Right, okay. I think, so, I, I mean, I'll do, yo, if, <laughs> if it helps me build a, a friendship between us and the sidemen and, 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 and everybody, we could all be friends and hang out and make money together. I'll fucking rock a kilt. Mike, I'm saying it my, right now, buy me a kilt and I'll, I'll wear that. I, shirt, I love it, bro. I love envision, you know, visualizing you in a kilt, but <laughs> he's got to take the L first, bro. Oh, he's got, he will. He will. It's just, just trust me, it's all going to happen in line, dude. Don't worry about it. Okay. I got not, the, I got it I'm all played out. The sooner course. the better, man. Andy mm. Foster, bro. Bro, oh, no, not I'm, again. I'm rooting on you. <laughs> Yo, if can, it comes back, can you fucking imagine? I will drive Can you imagine? You talked about MMA. You talked about more boxing. You clearly got into it. Yeah. You clearly you got that sugar rush feeling at the end of yeah. it, like a bit of a hangover. What, what are you What are you planning to do? Man, I've been saying it since KSI called me out the first time. I really, really, really want to do MMA. E- even even actually my my penalty or my foul in the fight was sort of like an MMA based move. Move like I I, I was around the back of his head just because. With wrestling, I've learned how to manipulate bodies and just go with the flow of where my body ends up. Mm. And my hand, when I tried to throw the hook, kind of just ended up here and it yeah. just stayed here versus yeah. like a, a professional boxer might have pulled that away knowing that he's not allowed not to do, not to allowed that. To do that. But I mean, that makes sense. We've said that, everybody said that since day one, that it makes more sense for him to be in the octagon. It just wasn't obviously something that JJ was going to be willing to do. He's got to pass, he's got to pass yeah. in the, in the, the you ring. Guys, um, you guys, we have a relationship with Bellator, MMA. So yeah, we're, we're all ears to that sort of thing. I think it's just interesting to see what what you and, and JJ want to do next. Could you have you talked to JJ about the, like does he want to stay in fighting or is he done? Yeah, we're talking. I mean, he. I think he's taking some holiday and he, we're going to sit down yeah. with him at the right time and his management team. But look, as I say, he's actually both, in LA right now. Yeah, you, you guys both covered yourselves in glory. You 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 perform well. You train well. You respected the sport. Combat sports is no joke. And I think that opens up opportunity for you if you want to do it down the line. Yeah, and for sure. And we're interested I, in that. Man, I just, I I love it so much. And I also love the respect that you get as a, as a fighter. Like mm. people just treat you differently. It's, it's a big, it's a big level up in a way. Cause not mm. a lot of people are willing to like risk their face and want, want to beat people up. Um, Jake Paul versus Anison Gibb. Mm. Is that happening on DAZN? We'd love it to happen on DAZN. 
we're in a conversation with Jake right now. Is that the official fight? Is that announced yet? I don't know. No, but, it's but, not announced. But it's looking like it. They, they both said yes. Jake is Jake is training very, very hard right yeah. now in San, Ryan Garcia in San Diego. Right? With Ryan Garcia, yeah. bro. He sends his videos like he's doing like jogs in the morning, three a days, two a days. And 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 my question to my brother would be like, as of now, for what? Because if if you haven't inked the deal yet, I mean, and this mm. is part of the reason why Jake's great is because he just he takes the leap, mm. and who knows, he he might actually take boxing farther than I will, but we'll see. Mm. The fight's gonna happen. The reason the reason it's not announced yet, and the reason why it's not doesn't have a date is because of the stuff we can't talk about on the show. There's you know, it's just a it's just a bunch of behind the scenes fucking trying to make the numbers work. And how do you stay neutral? Like in general. Well, between two different fight camps. Yeah, and I was going to ask Eddie too. And it's funny because like being a person who like uh, has that social wherewithal, you guys mm. both do a really good job of it. But is, mm. is it hard to to do this podcast or have a dinner with us and go have a dinner with KSI? And- no, no, I don't think so. They, everyone knows the score, right? Like you, we're, we're partners collectively in an event and that's true of every fighter we work with. Um, I'd say we spent more time with you guys as fighters than we would do with proper fighters because mm. Eddie does most of that for us and his team. So I don't find it hard. I think I, I just find it honestly, personally, very interesting hearing how people are training the sort of psychological element to getting ready for a fight, which is for me is like the most interesting bit. Like at the end of the day, I think Eddie said this, you're still a man walking out of a changing room to go and f- perform in front of 18, 20,000 people and mm. have another man try and you know, take your head off. Sure, yeah. It's unbelievable. Who do you like better? I mean, come on, let's just be honest. You spend time <laughs> with both. No, Joe, it's a simple fucking question. Yeah, I think you're both out. fantastic partners and I enjoy both your companies. So. That's a social media. Max, the big winner for me <laughs> in this in this one. Most talented guy here. I, Whoa. And you as a broadcast talent right. going forward as well. Of Mac course. is very fucking talented. Our I pilgrim a, photographer. Shout out, Mac. Mac Bilski, Give him a little airtime, Andre. Flip, yeah, you, probably, yeah, you probably show him on the camera, Andre. No, it's like that camera. Should we tell the story about fucking Idlewild? With this fucking, I, that's a crazy story. We already, you you, you we won't believe it. this, but you no, already no, 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 told no. it, man. What I meant was not that story, but the story about how he dropped his French. I, we told it, didn't we? Fuck. Yeah, we 100 percent did. I got to go ahead. My favorite person in this whole promotion was the guy who turned up the fake Ed Sheeran. Have you heard this story? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Dude, so you know who completely fooled Eddie Hearn and Eddie got him moved to the yeah. front row of the fight? Shut up. So he arrived and we had like, we have a WhatsApp group. So the countdown show, which you were on, our American broadcast team were like, oh, great news, guys. Um, Ed Sheeran's here. And immediately they sent a photo of one of our team posing with this guy. Right? Oh, no. And the context was, in Japan recently, the Rugby World Cup was on. Two of our colleagues went to a karaoke bar, as you do in Tokyo, and randomly in there with a Japanese pop artist was was Ed Sheeran. And they had like a crazy night doing karaoke with Ed Sheeran. They absolutely loved it. They were like FaceTiming their kids. Unbelievable, right? So I knew he'd been in Japan. So I saw this photo and I was like, that is not Ed Sheeran, right? <laughs> and immediately our, a girl in our office, our best, another British girl was just like, that's not, that's not Ed Sheeran. And they were like, no, it is. We spoke to his manager and like, weren't in the names, but like some quite senior people in our mm-hmm. team who are responsible for putting people on, on the air were like, <laughs> no, 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 it is guys. We spoke, don't worry. Like, we've spoken to him. It's all good. I was like, mm, it isn't. And then like the half an hour passed and like the melee of fights started, right? So I go to the front row. I'm like, oh, Eddie, how we're we looking at the timing, like working out when you guys are going to walk. And he's like, oh mate, great news. Ed Sheeran's turned up. And um, <laughs> he's, I've, I've moved, he had seats over here. I was like, Eddie, if it's the same guy, it's not Ed Sheeran. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I've just had this, explain what had happened. He's like, no, 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 I've spoken to his people. 
And he's like, no, don't worry, mate. Like, it is, it is. We're going to get him here. I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> let's see when he turns up, right? So this guy walks over and he, he's with two people who are just not the kind of people that would be chaperoning Ed Sheeran. Yeah, They're right. like 21-year-old kids. Ed Sheeran's <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. turning up with no. two younger friends <laughs> at an event internationally, right? Yeah. They're like, hey, man, uh, would you like to meet Ed? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to meet Ed. So I'm like, hey guys, nice to meet you. Um, Eddie, uh, Ed, my absolute honour to meet you. Big fan. And he's just got this accent that just is not Ed Sheeran's accent. So I was just like, right, you're definitely not Ed Sheeran. So I sit down and Eddie's going, mate, it is Ed Sheeran. And Frank, who works with Eddie, is going, yeah. mate, mate, I don't know, like, who is it? And Frank's girlfriend, who sat there, is going, it's not Ed Sheeran. Yeah. So Eddie's going, are you sure? Because if you want to kick him out, you might risk kicking out the actual Ed Sheeran. That would be really embarrassing. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I look at him again and the guy looks at me, he's, he's like, he just goes... And, he, and he's, he I, just, he's, I was just like, he knows I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked over, I was like, mate, um, here we've got a mutual friend. And he goes, oh yeah, who's that? I said, uh, John Gleisier, um, my, my old boss, he's, he, he was in Japan, you went to karaoke. He was like, yeah, yeah. He came on uh, backstage for my tour in Japan. I was like, no, no, it was at the karaoke bar, the rugby. And he just looked at me like, rugby, like what? I was like, right, mate, I'm aware you're not Ed Sheeran. And I'm aware that Justin Bieber's about to arrive, who is friends with the real Ed Sheeran. Yeah. So I'd politely recommend you you exit quickly. And he just looks at me and he goes, all right, mate. And he's walked out. It was so funny. And they made that video, like the, the, the content yeah, creator. Yeah, is it Jordan yeah. Peters? Yeah, yeah. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. Bro, so, I, I, yeah. I had just lost and I'm walking with my team in the tunnel back to the locker room. Just doing my thing. Wait, you had just what? Uh, <laughs> lost via the ref's decision on the spot. Fuck! <laughs> I literally thought that was the Why moment. Why'd you even have to say anything? Because uh, he needs to know he said. Well, I mean, he's getting there. He's at least subconsciously starting to tell him. That's dude, true. You know? You guys good? Yeah, yeah what happened? All right, cool. So I was, I was walking back to my locker room in the tunnel and I, I, I looked to my left and I see this fucking dude looking at me. <laughs> With this Look face. At his nose. It's not the same with nose. With this face. And I'm in my mind, in my in my loser mind, I'm like, yo, is that fucking Ed Sheeran? Yeah. But within a millisecond, I knew what was happening and that yeah. it wasn't him because it all seemed too good to be true and his smile was too smirky for it's me. It's the nose. The nose is like more swollen than Ed Sheeran's actual nose. He gets paid to, to yeah. look like Ed Sheeran. He's got like, like 350,000 followers Oh, he's on got Instagram. that many? Yeah. I like the fact that you had the balls to... to, to, to I was 90% sure yeah. and it could have really been embarrassing. Oh, that How fucked would you have been if, if, they, if like- his... I would have just gone bright red and I would have just had to leave, like, probably going hide backstage <laughs> somewhere. Like yeah. Justin shows up and Justin's like, what up, yeah, man? And they're like, yo, what's up, long time since this? And they start going- oh, yeah. Did you, did you uh, talk to the celebrities that were there? Um, I, I shook Dan Bilzerian's hand oh, cool. and talked about betting with him briefly. Um, <laughs> Justin Bieber very briefly seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he's he cool. is. He's very um, cool. I know he's supporting of the event, which we obviously appreciate. Yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. The front row, we, we had this like, it's, it's Frank sent me this screenshot of this ridiculous front row. It was like Wiz Khalifa plus two, Bilzerian plus two, Little Baby plus, I didn't know who Little Baby was before yeah, this fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Eddie Hearn, Joe Markowski, Frank Smith, and then like, Bieber, Sheeran. <laughs> and it was just like, it's like, what kind of world have we stepped into here? It's Weird, insane. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I, had, I saw a video of, I think J Jack Black was there. Mm. Did he come? Did he come? I think he was there. I, think I didn't he, see him. There. I think he was rooting for KSI too. Which really? Sucks. How does that even happen? Jack we Black. We gave him a ticket allotment on our side. We, like, uh, we, out of the old ticket. I got the, I got mm. the we gave, we gave him a we ticket. We gave Jack Black a ticket. boxes. And he rooted for KSI? I didn't know who. This fucking. I mean, guy. that wouldn't be the only. I'd be yeah. technically. I gave the entire face clean. How good? Was, how good were the VIP boxes, by the way? <laughs> they were the best. The, the, the punch through. The best. Oh, they were awesome. That's, that's you did a another, great job with that as well. That's another example. Thank you, but that's another example of you guys and your ability to produce. Mm. Like, I mean, honestly, like 
just, I, I, just I got, being a part of that machine that could turn on an event that has all of every single avenue covered, the promotion, mm. the, the, the influencer relationship mm. management. Like you gave mm. me like the easiest win ever yeah. to go and approach. All have, the have you guys talked about the fight right before the, the main event? What, what was, what was up with that? The, the the one that the swing fight the swing fight yeah yeah it's, it's normal in boxing okay. if a fight go if if there's like if you're running ahead of schedule he means the outcome oh, oh yeah yeah the yeah outcome oh, it was right. a, it was a strange fight he got disqualified didn't he yeah yeah the back of the head shot. did he he no for ha, after he, the yeah. bell I going don't think he's nuts. contesting any decision by the back <laughs> well <laughs> let me tell you how why they, how did that, that get set up though I'm just curious because yeah. it, it seemed like it was just off. Well, it was just it was a boxing officiating decision. He yeah. got disqualified. From no, the no, 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 no. Like, how, how did, did they, they even match up? Wasn't against the each guy other? that he was fighting? So, the, so there's the Logan Paul guy named Nikita. Nikita, a Barbie, yeah, Dragon, and he and he fought against the other guy who is is well, like Owen. Yeah, he had like forty. Nikita a Barbie's like a very young professional, so he's in like his seventh or eighth pro fight. Eddie, one of Eddie's early signings. Yeah, okay. and he's like blowing everyone away. Yeah, so obviously Eddie's managing his career and putting him in fights that gradually test him okay, more and more. Okay. Like I think the first three fights, I think he made his pro debut with us. Is that right? And the first three fights he had. They lasted like collectively like a minute and a half. Bro, yeah. that kid is an he's animal. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, him white uh, his swing yeah. speed is. Yeah. Like, yo, imagine you got in like an argument with that kid at the local pub no. during a dart contest. <laughs> and he fucked. Bro, if you get hit with a right from that kid, it's yeah. lights out, dude. No it's bueno. over, dude. No bueno. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I, like he's, the he's, he's like the Logan Paul that can fight, dude. Yep. That dude's nasty. I don't know how much more of this before I just start beating my friend's ass. <laughs> like, like, at what point is it like, do I look around? I'm like, yo, I'm still a fucking strong ass professional sex, boxer. Sex, sex, sex. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got maybe another like five days of it, yeah. bro. Just fucking own it, dude. Yeah, it's, it's gonna go away, bro. We know. Not until that fucking commission. <laughs> Not until that hell is taken. That decision. Bro. Yeah. So is is uh, I gotta ask is uh, pay per view in your opinion done? Like is is what you guys are doing with DAZN taking it's a, over? It's a subscription model. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is a subscription model, and our reason for entering the U.S. with boxing heavily was because we think pay per view in the way it's currently designed. The way I describe it is, imagine taking the Super Bowl, the biggest event in American football, and putting it behind a $100, $90 paywall. That's yeah, right? ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The amount and of fights does, that I, I didn't watch because yeah. of that. And if you layer yeah. on top of that, that you know, our parents' generation and, and, and well, mainly them have spent 200 220 bucks a month for a core cable package to watch all the sport which is insanely expensive in global terms. Yeah. Then four or five times a year, if you're a casual boxing fan, you're asked to spend $70, $80, $90 to watch a pay-per-view event. What that does over a period of 30 years is just price people out the market. Yeah, absolutely. So that, it, you know, when I was 22, living in my university house, slightly smaller, post-university house, slightly smaller than this one with my friends, <laughs> like we'd, we'd be earning not very much money at all with young kids. And you're being asked to spend in the US at that time, 220 plus 80, 80, 80, 80. You just don't watch boxing. And as a result, the audience is, is starting to slow down and decline. Mm. So our strategy is bring events into a more accessible environment, more flexible environment in a platform that young people like using. Try some tactics and strategies like fights that, that you had to bring in a new audience, 25 million people watching a countdown show, watching Mike do his thing. We hope a portion of them will, will engage with Nikita Ababi, Devin Haney, Billy Joe Sawn is like real boxers who have professional careers to come on the zone. And if we mold those two together, make the sport more accessible, um, add in more sports as they become available and we, and we buy those rights, you grow the audience watching boxing. And in doing that, you're doing a great service of good to the sport. So 
it's it's a unique strategy for us in the US because in most of our markets we're a multi-sport broadcaster. Mm-hmm. In yeah, the US we're yeah, pretty, we're pretty focused boxing. on boxing because in 18 months, 2 years time, the NFLs, the NHLs, the MLBs and the NBAs come back probably in a year, 18 months time to market, to sell their big packages. And if we've established a good enough base here, if we've built a strong enough business, we want to be competitive bidding for those rights to bring them onto the zone. Who's your, who's your sports competitor domestically in the U S would it be like a red zone? Are you, do you look at the red zone model? I think red zone is an awesome piece of programming. Okay. The way I see us competitive primarily with pay-per-view boxing right now, like, yes, we compete with ESPN plus cause they have some boxers sure, and Fox sure. have some boxers, yeah. but they're brought, they're much bigger businesses than us right now. So our immediate challenge is pay-per-view boxing because we're taking pay-per-view boxes like Canelo Alvarez, like Anthony Joshua, off pay-per-view and making them available via a new platform. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, democratizing boxing is our, is our strategy. What, what's, the, what's the core acquisition uh, approach outside of influencer-driven acquisition? Like what else are you we, guys We doing? still buy it on TV for some fights. Like mm-hmm. you'll see us advertising in Sunday night football. Yeah. We've done that all season, did that last year as well. Um, we spend heavily on like digital direct Media, response. Yeah, so yeah. via the Google and Facebook sort of uh, ecosystems, targeting people who express an interest in, you know, how it works. You, you express an interest in something, we, we target you with advertising. They're, they're the big channels. But what this fight taught us is if you work with a partner who has a platform or partners who have a platform, you don't need to spend a hell of Crazy. a lot of marketing dollars because- yep. For two months, even if you're not saying DAZN, and by the way, your how to watch video has like blown up the sports industry of like how to promote an OTT service, which is amazing. <laughs> you, you've so become like a, sports media you've geeks being like, this guy's amazing. Well, <laughs> my LinkedIn, case study. Yeah. he's a case study. But, but <laughs> seriously, you, you, you for three months, two months, once we made the announcement, you took the training seriously. Even if you weren't saying the fight's on DAZN, watch on DAZN, download now, you're talking about an event which crescendos exclusively on DAZN. So for me, the, like the whole, pro- it was a proper promotion for three months across it really- Engage channels. Crush it. And you and, and, and we 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 learn a hell of a lot working with, you know. It's, I sound silly, but the, the the I think you have four million views on a how to watch video. That is unheard of yeah. in in our industry. Yeah. So it's it's that's a fantastic thing for us to learn, and yeah, there's an appetite to do more. <clears throat> for sure. Nice. All right, I want to go to uh, I want to go to audio only. It's exclusive. It's on Spotify and iTunes. So Joe, bro, thank you for coming on. Appreciate Impulsive, it, brother. Nice to see you guys. Thank yeah. you. Stick around though. Wait, 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 wait. It's audio only. We're still here, but it's yeah. only on You'll Spotify and iTunes. Okay. I want to do some facts with Spencer. Uh, yo, thank you guys for watching. Uh, I love you. Hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed. We'll see you next Monday. Well, you'll see me next Monday. I might kill my friends before then. <laughs> but uh, we love you. Thank you for listening to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Take it easy. Peace. I right, spent you got facts? I do, man. I'm so Are excited they juicy? For this, There's some juicy ones I'm, I'm here. excited to get back into the facts. With yeah. And I want to... Yeah. So the House uh, Judiciary Committee passed the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, a 24 to 10 vote on Wednesday, setting the stage for a full floor vote. So this is federally- Federal legalization. Yeah. This has been on the- huge. Massive. Weed's not legal in the UK. No. No, it's- oh. What's the sentiment about weed in, in the UK? Like, Changing is what I describe it as. Like if you said it, it's still like an illegal drug in the UK. It's yeah. probably like the early like it's probably like the late two thousands here where people started mm. to like be like yo like should we at least talk about this yeah. like is it something it's, we should at least? It's, it's so weird how it's legal here in California, but like where I'm from, Ohio. It's not. Well, yeah, by, the way, get arrested. And yeah. by the way, it's not federally legal. So technically, yeah, technically. If you are growing legalized marijuana in California, you have six plants in your home that you 
you want to use for recreational use, the federal government can still technically come and raid your house and arrest you for growing those yeah, plants. It's wild. It is federally illegal. Well, they are not currently doing that kind of stuff because I, I think they are like a massive state versus federal. Shit and it's fire. happened. Yeah, yeah. It has yeah. happened quite a bit in other states that have had that kind of medical, the medical side of it. They've been pretty hands off as of lately, but this is a big fucking step. Yeah, dude. it's it's mm-hmm. huge. So basically what it would mean is that um, all of the people who are currently dealing with some charge uh, get expunged. Auto They're, expungement. Yeah. Nice. And uh, they have they have a right to, um, you know, redo their trial. And they're also going to do a 5% tax on sales. And the revenue uh, would be reinvested in communities most impacted by the drug war. So I think it's huge. I saw Joe Rogan talking about it on on one of his recent posts. He he's like going off on Joe Biden right now. I saw that. He saw that. Because Joe Biden is basically saying marijuana is a gateway drug, and you know federally it's still classified as in the same uh, rank as like you know heroin and these heavy drugs. So it's it's wild. I don't know that it's schedule. I don't know that it's schedule one still. It's class low. It is. I don't know. It's class low as a drug. I thought it was. I thought it was like schedule two or something like that. But I mean, listen, you know, I I don't know that Joe is exactly all ears to he, he seems a little biased because let's be honest the dude is high out of his fucking well, mind he said, you know he said he and said, i'm not saying he's yeah. wrong but i'm saying it's like i don't know how much proof you would truly have to provide joe rogan to get him to hear any argument that was anti-weed <laughs> yeah and he's a pretty well, open he's, dude, he's saying he's saying be cautious with weed he's saying it's not for everybody and he's saying he's jealous. had he's had yeah and he's saying he's had times where he's dealt with a lot of anxiety. So it's not something he's encouraging everybody to do, but what he's shaming on, uh, you know, Biden's perspective is that this isn't something that the government should be deciding if people, you know, it, it should be our decision if we yeah, want to consume that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. All right. In other news, uh, this is, this is interesting. You know, this so is my Trump, favorite segment of the Trump show, right? backed I love off his flavored vape ban. So originally Trump banned flavored vapes, in the U.S., saying that it's unhealthy for the kids, we got to take mm. care of the kids, and then he got a lot of backfire because this industry has boomed. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry very quickly, and so um, now you know a lot of jobs were lost because of that ban. So he's revoked it. So all the vapists out there are probably celebrating. Is this like rip a, a fat vape for us? Is right? this a smoking-related news segment of the? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It's all smoke. Yeah, I don't know why. Really I, I have no idea why. You really wanted the smoke. Nobody here vapes, so it's, it's, it doesn't matter at all. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in uh, in other news, so Jeff, uh, you're gonna like this one, Mike. So Jeffrey Epstein's guards are now being convicted because yeah. of um, they're they're hiding records. So they originally ruled Jeffrey Epstein to uh, commit suicide, but now they're finding that the guards, the two guards that were supposed to be watching him. Uh, fudge the records, mm. so now they're they're being tried. This is massively kicked off in the UK. This you know, really Pr- Prince uh, Andrew yeah, and the absolutely. royal family was friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. And um, spent time with him after his initial charge for really illegal activity Whoa. with minors. So he's been like removed of all royal duties. This no really? by the Queen. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it's been like he did an interview on the what BBC. Did he do? What, what, what kind of time did he spend with them? I, I don't know. Travel? Like he he came to New York, stayed with him for a few days. They had a, they had a friendship, right? Um, which was fine until the guy got charged with certain. <laughs> Being you know, a nuts. Crimes. Being a nuts. Yeah, you're, you're quite, literally. Not mine. quite literally. Quite literally. He's, I mean, he's, he's been fucking nuts. He's been he's been uh, removed from all royal duties oh by the Queen. He had a car crash interview on the BBC last week, and where he just didn't do himself any favors. Oh no! It's what been, did he yeah. say? He just like 
tried to justify it and talked about time they spent together at like uh, birthday yeah, parties. It was, it was awful. Uh, you can't oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, great. Talk about time you spent together at young children's birthday parties. That'll yeah, fucking help. That'll you help you on out. On the Epstein yeah. front. Logan, this, are you this, aware of any of this? Or, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see the, uh, the videos on TikTok. <laughs> the Epstein didn't oh, kill himself yeah. memes and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I, li- I also like what trend. We met with TikTok yesterday. Don't know. Don't you <laughs> the, the, the head of strategy at TikTok in the, in the office, they were like, what are your new YouTuber friends thinking about TikTok? I was like, oh, we'll see Logan tomorrow lots again. And then today you tweeted, I'm down for TikTok. Fuck it, I'm going to go back and be like, yeah, I, I talked to him. It's all good. Love. We, got him, we got him on the platform. <laughs> I'm about to blow. I'm about to be famous, bro. I'm about to do TikTok. Become a TikToker. This, yo, but honestly, this Epstein shit's fucked up. It really, it really <laughs> is. It really, fu- it really is. Like it's, it's like everybody, you always hear these stories about just how crazy things might be up at the top there. And like, you never are really sure like how much of it you want to believe. No. But this is some weird shit, dude. Like Hella this is weird. weird. Hella weird. Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's honestly really sad. So, uh, impossible whoppers. Some news here. <laughs> this is a I'm going to report this. I'm going to report this anytime. Of course. So a man is suing Burger King for cooking the impossible whopper on the same grill <laughs> as non impossible meat. Is he a sissy? Does well, he have to get over fuck it? Fuck you vegans, bro. Nah, nah, hey. nah, that's, they have to address it. They have to address it. I will it. say yeah. though, I will say though, it's completely valid and warranted. Absolutely. Okay. I, my my knee jerk answer is like, Fuck the vegans, but to be honest, <laughs> I'd be pissed and it's kind of oh, yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna serve that, you gotta be prepared to take the necessary steps to make sure it's a hundred percent. That's true. What what you say it is. Same That's way true. you would with dealing with nuts with like peanuts or something like 100%. that. Like if you can't serve something that has been touched by peanuts to people who might die. And by the way, yeah, I want but where does it stop? Where does where does that pursuit stop? Because if you're a person that doesn't drink alcohol. And you go to a bar and you ask for a seltzer water and they serve it to you in a glass that had previously served alcohol in. And I don't Not know. Not if it's been cleaned it properly. Well, I mean, all I'm saying is this. Yeah. Like, what if people are like, yeah, but there's an aura around that glass. It once had alcohol. Where does it be, fucking no, stop, but No one's bro. like challenging the aura of a vegan or non-vegan piece of meat. <laughs> bro, trust me. If anybody's going to challenge auras, it's going to be the vegans, bro. They'll be like, this grill was some, yeah, this grill true. once That's had true. meat on That's it. That's true. Yeah. I think it's I think it's because it's like an actual life yeah. versus like a glass. Hey, hey Andre, would you eat off a grill that heavily only cooked meat on it, even if it was cleaned, well, like, like like thoroughly? Well cleaned. Yeah, cleaned, yeah. Okay, he said. Wait, yeah, he has to because he, he Chef Katie uses his pans all the time. By the way, not talking about a grill, them. like burgers on a grill. Yeah, if it's cleaned, I mean. Pfft. You're good. You're chilling. It's I'm just cooked, wondering if you know there's like any sentiment in like the fact that the grill is like a meat cooker. Mm. Like it's kind yeah. of fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like you're yeah. eating a vegan burger, but it's got like a little bit of a shoulder yeah. on well, it. Well, here's here's my thing is <laughs> I, I've had an Impossible Whopper from Burger King. Okay. So I went and supported and and I'll gladly support. All right. I'll have a little juicy animal, whatever. Wow. You know, because, you are know, you their vegan? sales are, are up. To, I am. Okay. Well, plant-based. So their sales are up 10%. It's the biggest quarter that they've had in five years after they introduced the Impossible wow. Robert. I wanted to show, is I wanted a, to spend my dollar to support this trend, all right? Is it, a tra- is it a trend or a fad? I don't think so, no, because I you're seeing these numbers are competing. Like, I mean, this is the best numbers they've ever had. And you're seeing other fast food chains doing it. Tim Hortons did it a bunch in, uh, what is it, Salis- Salisbury or something like that? Or Salisbury. What's, yeah. 
That's a very the, that's a very small town in the southwest of the UK. Uh, that's what I was saying. Home yeah, of the they vegans. Are. They're eating yeah. vegans. <laughs> the mil- I mean, the milk is the biggest is the biggest indicator. I think. I mean, yeah. the biggest milk brand in the co- in the world or the country went out of went filed out of for business. bankruptcy last week. Yeah, what? Because the tr- yeah, the yeah. biggest in the, the world because dairy. the yeah because the um, oat milk is taken over. Oat milk and almond milk, almond milk and, and all the alternatives. Pistachio I mean, milk. I just had the other day. Like what? Pistachio. Yeah, you can make good. milk out of any nut. Yeah. Evidently, you know how you do it. How? Crush them? It, yeah, you strain them. You like let it soak in like water, then you strain it. Oh, so you can... Yeah. Can you make like milk out of nut? Like that kind of nut? You think? Hi, <laughs> right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impulsive. Joe, thank you again, brother. Appreciate it, guys. Good to see you. We'll see you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.